Match day live extra for Manfield, where Wolves have been beaten by two goals to nil. Those goals came from Virgil van Dijk and Mo Salah deep into the second half. Darwin Nunez had had a goal ruled out when VAR intervened. But in truth, Wolves didn't really create enough opportunities. They had the first chance of the game through Jean Martinho, forcing a good save from Allison, but not enough followed in the 88 minutes that came after it. It was a decent enough first-half performance that had been relatively happy, but Wolves lost Hugo Bueno to injury in the first period. Adama Traore came on for Pablo Sarabia at half-time, and then Daniel Pedence amongst those introduced later on in the match with Xiao Gomez for Mateus Nunez and Xiao Martinho. As Wolves started 4-2-3-1, but with Xiao Martinho playing in the number 10 position, did it work? I'm Mikey Burrows, Andy Thompson and Sam Ricketts along, watched it alongside me here at Anfield. Tomo, I think it's fair to say you're a bit frustrated by what you've seen. Here I am. So, look, um, look say the first half went great, but at least we're in there and, and having some kind of opportunity and pushing forward. But the second half, and, look, and this shouldn't make a, a difference. When we've met the substitutions... One, we looked all over the place, we looked miles off the pace, and then we, we basically awarded them the goals for me. I'm watching, I'm watching the goals there. Um, goalkeeper's got it to better. From the, it's come off uh, Van Dyke's shoulder, I think, on the initial free kick in. It's come off his shoulder. I don't think there's that much pace on the ball. He's either catching it or he hits it out for a corner. He did neither. Uh, he's padded to the side. Jota pulled it back, and Van Dyke's standing in the penalty area on his own, heads it in. And then the second goal, 60-yard ball from Allison, out to the left wing, Simakas. Samedo, never going to get there, and carries on still running towards him, heads it in, beats him with a one-two, and then he's running all the way into our near enough our six-yard box, cross it, uh, squares the ball to Salah, who scores the, probably the easiest of his goals he's ever going to get. And uh, Salah, they've got to do better. They can't allow teams just to do that. And, and I've just watched it there, We've passed it, we've given the ball back to them, we've tried to go there. We haven't had one shot on Liverpool goal. At least you would have thought we'd have, OK, we're losing the game, have a go for it now. We didn't even trouble them at all. And this is a Liverpool side who is struggling at the moment. There's a couple of elements to it. Uh, Tomo's right, isn't he, Sam, that the fans around us were getting very frustrated. There was some kind of, uh, free kicks that had gone against them they didn't like, some decisions not to caution Wolves players they didn't like and you could sense the atmosphere was turning and at that key moment when it was the time to, to push on it and, and really make this place difficult to play in Wolves gifted Liverpool a way through. Yeah and I think <coughs> sorry I think He's you, singing Chris Alvarez anyway mate while the sound of it <laughs> I think you'd be coming away from the game disappointed and, and that isn't it getting beat I think it's more disappointed that the game was there for the players if they really wanted to step on <coughs> and take the game to Liverpool and they just never did and I think that's that's my overriding thing that if I was in, in that dressing room I'd say I'm disappointed and like I said it, it, yeah it, it, you're disappointed getting beat but I'm more disappointed that the game was there it was there for the taking and I think as Wolves as individuals and as a group certainly from an attacking point of view are so much better than what they, they were and they just couldn't they couldn't function today they couldn't make it happen when when the game was just waiting for someone to get hold of the game, it ended up being a mistake by Jose Sarr, in my opinion, that, that turns the game. But 
the game was waiting for someone to it was either going to be a mistake or a little bit of brilliance and and Wolves were just they like slept walked into into that defeat really yeah I think it's just a missed opportunity I think that Liverpool so look on the on the back of the their current form okay they haven't they've done okay in the league but they haven't been great in it either and the way that we played at the Molyneux winning 3-0 against them in the in the league coming here they'll be a bit apprehensive about the way that Wolves are going to play and we did take it to a little bit more in the first half but I just think that we give away the ball so cheaply at times and it just allows and, and you've got an opportunity and that's frustrating that's why I'm getting frustrated with it because I'm watching there we've got an opportunity to get a win at Anfield for, for a long time in the league as you said there was just an element there wasn't there whereby uh, I mean a couple of times Mario Lamina kind of the ball got away from him and um, Ryan Nori lost his footing a couple of times in the first half there was one uh, I think Sam mentioned at half time where Pablo Sarabia has got the wrong side of Simakas and he's got the chance to drive into the box it's right down in front of us here and and he kind of just hesitated and allowed the Liverpool defender to get back and maybe just too many players for Wolves today and it, I include some of the subs who came on were just kind of not quite at the same speed that they needed to be at. well we've seen it over the last uh, six weeks or so and the way that they played and they've been on the front foot and I said that at the beginning of the game I said if we're on the front foot we'll take it to Liverpool we'll give them a bit of a game but we didn't we were we've gone back to and, and again I, I don't know what reason they've done it but we've gone back to not looking forward first we started looking square backwards not if it was a pass on I said to you when we was off air just that Aitner he's down this left hand side and, and, and because it's on our side it's quite clear for us here the ball's come to him it's on his left foot Pedence has made the run beyond the full back and for whatever reason he was reluctant to play that ball to him he's checked back he's ended up getting caught with the ball loses the ball and 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 I'm not just having a go at him because that was the term for the, for the second half. We're very reluctant to be looking positively going forward when we, there's opportunities there for us to do it. And for whatever reason, we, we just play a little bit negative or the, it's frustrating to think, just watching it, because we've got a great view from up here. And I know it's easy up here, don't get me wrong, to, to see it from a distance and look down on it. But these players are good players. For Wolves, and there's opportunities, and they're, they're making mistakes. What they shouldn't be making from miscontrolling it, miss and, and the passing not being accurate when there's no been no pressure on them. It's a bit one dimensional, the game, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. And very I, static up front. It is. There's well, so much more that's what I keep saying. There's so much more in the team, in the players, than what and what they're showing, and that's the frustration. Does some of that, though, Sam, come from the, the, the starting lineup, really? Because, um, Jamatinho playing in that t number 10 position, and it was a number 10 position, the Lamina and Neves behind him. For all his quality, for all his ability, for all his experience, he is never going to be the player that plays off Raul Jimenez and goes beyond Raul Jimenez that Mateus Cunha did on Friday when he was on the field. And because of that, did Wolves lack something in the support for the Mexicans? Well, you need something that number 10. So look. For me, if you look, so I, I know if you're going to play a number ten, does it need to be a number ten? Yes, I guess is the question. I'm well, asking. it needs to be a, a player who's who's used to playing in more advanced positions. Matinho, well, how many times have we seen Matinho 
in this side play more of a holding midfielder or he stays in that midfield on there. Okay, he, he has linked up occasionally with it, but playing that number 10 role probably hasn't got the legs to do it, but also as well is not that way inclined to be more advanced up the pitch. Now, if you're going to do that, and look, he's an experienced player, and I said about the experience that he's got, it's great, and I still stand by it, but if you want him to play in that number 10 role, why haven't we played Pedence? And I know Pedence isn't playing great at the minute as well, but I would rather think, why don't we put him there yeah. instead? I mean, look, I know this is all hindsight, but it, it kind of comes because, I, I guess I asked the question, Sam, because if you're playing Mateus Nunez as one of that three supporting the striker as well, that's four kind of centre midfielders on the field and two players, two midfielders in advanced roles who, again, they're not going to run beyond, are they? No, and I think that's probably what the, the game showed in, in going back to that 10 position and probably Wolves a little bit in general, apart from Toyori, I think they lack a little bit of legs, if I'm honest with you, like big legs to get up and down, break in behind. Toyori's got it, doesn't do it. Jimenez couldn't run and run, not as much as he used to. That was his, one of his major, major th um, strengths under when Nuno was here. But I just think there's a, a real lack of everything's in front. When you play against Wolves, everything's going to move in front of you. They move it well, they move it side to side. They won't really threaten you in behind. And, and even the best teams do it. Even the best teams have to threaten him behind him. And Wolves, I'm saying, they're probably a little bit one-dimensional in front, into feet. Can we drop it off? Can we switch play? Whereas actually, how about everyone just flipping it down the sides a little bit? Put Traore in the race, or as we were saying, there was no legs from the 10 position at the start of the game. I appreciate it. And I think what you're saying there is right. Too many midfielders who, who were there to play and pass and, and be pretty as much as I think without actually being effective in terms of trying to win a game um, one of the things that I really like about Julian Lopetegui is that he is proactive with his substitutes he does look to, he doesn't sit and wait for things to go against him he did try and change things but will he be concerned Tomo that as as like Friday night at Fulham the substitutes didn't make the impact he wanted them to yeah he will because I'm sure that he'll look at that bench and think I've got some quality on there and for the way that they have come on uh, and not performed, and if anything, it, 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 it's, it hasn't gone upward to the way they're playing. But he'll be frustrated. He'll be The manager will be disappointed that there are players who aren't starting, sitting on the bench and going on there and thinking, oh, I should be picked in the next side. And, and I can't say that about any of the ones that have come on, really, about, OK, come on there, you played well, OK, you put me in contention for next week. I don't think there's anybody who's come on, who's, <coughs> who's done that, who's put that... I'd agree. Yeah, who's put that doubt in the manager's mind about who he's going to pick for Saturday and am I going to be the one in that in that 11? I don't think there is. I think like you're looking for players, <coughs> whether you start or come on, but certainly more when you come on, probably to have a little bit of fire in their belly or like you're saying, that a point to prove or, hold on a minute, I should be starting and, and, and try and stand out, but <coughs> they can't. I didn't really see anyone actually do that, really. Traore does it in flickers, what we keep saying about, but it's only flickers two or three times, probably in 45 minutes at all. He, he probably looked like the one spark who could do something for, for Wolves going forward, but not enough. It doesn't demand the ball enough. His movement doesn't demand the ball enough. Not willing just to run in behind enough. Um, yeah, you, you're looking for, for players to, to make a difference. Um, what does he do different on Saturday? against Spurs well he's got, 
He's got I mean, if Cunha, if Cunha is fit... Yeah, he's placed Which, uh, we obviously they had better news. They clearly didn't feel like he was he was fit enough yes. to be involved okay. today. Fine, that's fair enough. Um, Pedro Neto was on the bench, not used yeah. yet in his comeback. Um, what Do you find a way of... of if Cunha's fit, does he go, just go straight back in? Yeah, well, it'll be just straight shot for Matinho, I would think. Um, I think that Mateus has got to do a bit lot better for me. How many times did he nearly got... Well, he got caught once in the first half. But how many times does he keep getting caught with the ball? He's a quality player. He's a quality player. And we know he can run with the ball. But again, that comes from us as well. Giving him the ball in the wrong areas. There was, how many times did we just give him the ball? And look, and as Sam said, these players can take the ball in tight spaces. But there's places there you shouldn't be passing the ball in tight areas where you're going to get yourself in trouble. Tony takes a slip or a mistake and they're at your back line. Or, they're, well, they're in our penalty area. And if you give the ball away, <coughs> you shouldn't have the ball in tight areas. No. If you don't give the ball away, yeah, go and get it wherever yeah. you want to go and get it. But if you give it away, <coughs> don't demand the ball in your box. No, and, and, and he did that and numerous times tonight. And, and again, they say, look, he's got to start doing a little bit more for us. We know that he's a quality player. We know he's, he's good with the ball and can run with the ball. He just seemed like he was always fighting, or he's he's just scrapping for the ball, mm. and he and he's got comfortable possession on it. He just seemed like he was just always seemed to be just getting away from him. Right, um, we'll wrap it up because uh, it's a school night, so you need to school get home night, and get to and bed. Sam ain't gonna last much longer. Uh, yeah, and, and Sam's <laughs> voice is pretty much <laughs> destroyed. Just three laps the stadium did before <laughs> the game, I think. Um, yeah, uh, we had a, a, some interesting times going on here. From Match Day Live earlier, but Sam, it's been brilliant to have you with us. Um, Thanks for I know me. we're going to try and get you with us again, uh, probably from Old Trafford. He only comes in for the big games. <laughs> We've got to get him out of the box at Old Trafford, though. <laughs> yeah. um, but no, thank you, Sam Ricketts, for Cheers, being with us. Uh, Tomo, thank you as ever. Uh, don't forget Wolves.co.uk for all the reaction and the Wolves app as well. Um, and we'll be back for Match Day Live Extra, 45 minutes before kickoff for Molyneux on Saturday. Join us for that then.